greatness is a function of wisdom. The wiser we are, the better we live. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church for four great services, 7 a.m., 8.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m., and 11.30 a.m. At The Good Land, Ifako Bus Stop, Owaranshoki Obutu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo David. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org or call 0808-156-3080. Global Impact Church. Think great. Our series this morning has to do with service, call of duty. We are saved to serve. And everyone needs to hear that well in this month of March. We are saved to serve. We're not saved just to be playing around. We're not saved just to forget about who saved us. We are saved to serve. And where service stops, it looks like the blessings begin to stop. Because the purpose of that service can be lost in the midst of too many activities that does not favor the kingdom. We have examples in scriptures. Um, Exodus 8, verse 1. Exodus 8, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Are you here this morning? And the Lord spoke to Moses, God of Pharaoh, and said to him, Thus says the Lord, let my people go that they may what? The reason why I'm going to fight Pharaoh, the reason why I'm going to defend you is so that you can serve me effectively. So go to Pharaoh, tell him to let my people go that they may serve me. Verse 2, but if you refuse to let them go, behold, I will smite all your territories with frogs. That is, God will go to any length to rescue those who are willing to serve. Pharaoh, I'm going to in, you know, invade your land. I'm going to even kill your firstborn. I will do all I need to do so that my people can serve me. Exodus chapter 9, the very next chapter, verse 1 also. Uh, Exodus chapter 9, verse 1 says, Go and tell Pharaoh to let my people go that they may. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go into Pharaoh and tell him, Thus says the Lord God of the Hebrews, Let my people go that they may serve me, verse 2, and for if you refuse to let them go and still hold them, whatever is still holding you down from serving him, it is broken this month. I can't hear your amen. Amen. Whatever curse, whatever limitation that is holding you back from serving God effectively, I ask that the anointing of the Holy Spirit breaks them to pieces in the name of Jesus Christ. Pharaoh had become a distraction in service. Pharaoh became a slave master. They couldn't serve God effectively. And when the time came, God said, tell Pharaoh to let my people go that they may serve me. And if you still hold on to them, uh, verse 2, verse two uh, Exodus uh, 9, verse 2 says, if you still hold them, then I'm going to deal with you. Look at verse, verse 3 now, the next verse. Then uh, verse 3, if you refuse to let them go and still hold them, and they began to say, I'm going to deal with you, I'm going to, I'm going to fight you if you refuse to let them go. Many of us are familiar with the story. Um, God did all kinds of signs and wonders so that he can 
Pharaoh can allow the people to go. Behold, the hand of the Lord will be on your cattle in the field, on the horses, on the donkeys, on the camels, on the oxen, and on the sheep, a very severe pestilence. God will go to any land to um, fight for you when you are ready um, to serve. We had a catalog of that last Sunday, maybe as a reminder, Exodus 23 from verse 25. Exodus 23 from verse 25. He said, and you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread, bless your water, bless your health. He said, and you shall serve. Tell your neighbor, and you shall serve. Tell another neighbor, and you, 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 you will serve. Yeah, you serve the Lord your God, and that God will, be, will bless your bread and your water. That's your business and career. He will take sickness away from the midst of you. Those who are committed to serving him don't serve sickness and disease. In 2019, you will not serve sickness and disease. Your resources will not be wasted on sickness and disease. And I mean that. I mean that. Anytime your energy, your heart is in serving him, you don't serve sickness and disease. But anytime people pull back, they just become anonymous. Things that had left their lives begin to creep back into their lives. He said, you shall serve the Lord your God. He will bless your bread and your water. And I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Verse 26. No one shall suffer miscarriage nor be barren. You will be fruitful in your body. That means we serve our ways into fruitfulness. None shall suffer miscarriage, nor be barren in your land. And then I will fulfill the number of your days. Glory to God. That's longevity. Next verse, 20, 27. I will send my fear before you. That's you become a holy terrorist. You are the one terrorizing the enemy. He said, and I will send my fear before you. I will cause confusion among all the people to whom you come. And will make all your enemies turn their backs. As I'm serving, is fighting my battles. No enemy will distract you this year Amen. in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I mean, in a secular world, I mean, you work in places, you notice that when people begin to rise in an organization, they begin to give them extra allowances, isn't it? Uh, transport allowance, if possible, a car and a driver, uh, a, an official residence. All those investments, is it just because they like the person? Why do they give them? Why do they give you? <laughs> to what? To serve effectively in the company so that they just like your face. That this guy has brought something to the table, or this lady. Now, what can we do to help him be more effective? And they pay you more. But this dimension is far higher. The best they can do to you in the secular system is money. They can't give you long life. They can't cause your enemies to turn their backs. They can't give you fruitfulness. But that's also to show you that when people are committed to serving God, God is willing to do all kinds of things so they can face the service. So they want this manager not to drive in traffic so he can, be, he can have enough energy to work. They don't want him to be looking for a landlord or just pay for him or get him accommodation so that he can be more effective. God wants you and I to be more effective. The person on hospital bed for one month can be an usher in church. So he wants to deal with the sickness. If that person is fighting enemies every day, he can't serve well in the church. That's why all those blessings are there. If those things we just listed are out of a man's life, it will show. So I will bless your bread and your water. I will take sickness away from the midst of you. Your, the number of your days I will fulfill. I will fight your enemies. Let's get back to verse 28 thereabout. He said, I will begin to expand you. He says, and I will send honors before you, which will drive out. Those were the enemies they had in those days. All those enemies, I will drive them out. I will conquer. You will be, you'll be, a, you'll be more than conquerors. Verse 29. 
and I will not drive them out from before you in one year, lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. Verse 30. Little by little, I will drive them out from before you until you have increased. You will increase. Amen. I said you will increase. Amen. Until you have increased and take over your territory. So we serve our way to the top. I want to challenge everyone in this church. If you are not serving in terms of active service. I know you come to church. You know, when we're growing up, they say don't become a bench warmer. But we don't use benches anymore. So what do we say now? Ah, don't become a chair warmer because as you're sitting and that chair is getting warm. That beyond that, find a place to serve. The service we are talking in this context is adding value to the kingdom of God. Adding value to God's kingdom. Your own portion. Your own part. It could be working with the children. It could be singing, if that's your calling. If it's, it could be media. The media guys are doing a lot of work. It could be the sound guys. It could be social media. We have amazing opportunities for us to serve. Find a place to add value to God's kingdom. Many of us come to church with our vehicles. There are some individuals helping us with traffic. Some are helping us with, you see the security guys, fully kitted up because not everyone that comes to church is a Christian. Some are thieves. You understand that? And then the security guys are there to help us. You know, many areas. We have the facility guys. We have the people helping with the, with the, with the sound. Some are helping with the lights. Some are helping with the power system. You saw how the uh, thing went off during the special songs. And then those people in charge of that, they run there, you know, and then do some things to make it work. What can you do to add value to get God's kingdom? That is the service. And in case there's some area you want to also start up in this church, maybe you're a single mother and you've been, you've been a single mother for some years and you know you can add value to other single mothers. You can approach this church and let's start a group for single mothers. You can start it up. You become the leader and then you begin to help them and teach them and bless them. After a while, another leader is appointed. But there are areas to serve. Don't be anonymous in church. I mean, as we're here now, the kids are there in their masses. If you bring 20% of them into the service here, won't be okay. Especially the two to three years. Very energetic. Just from the back, introduce them to service. Now let's, let them join the service. After like 10 minutes, you will know they are here. One of them will come on stage and start preaching with me. You know how they are. But somebody is there keeping them. That person is serving God. So don't be in church and say, well, I like that church. I like the way they sing. And then you just come and go. No, find a place to serve. The last Sunday of this month, we're going to have what we call uh, teams fair or units fair. All our different teams or units, they'll be having their setup all over the campus. Any area where you know you can serve in the church, go and register and be a part of that team. All the other requirements, they will let you know and they will see how you can, I mean, how they, I mean what do you call that thing? Overcome the huddle, like the membership school, they will give you a deadline or lifeline. Or went, but let's not use all those things as excuses not to serve. Oh, you work in a place, you do a lot of shifts, and you don't have the time, you can be an usher in church. Maybe you're only free on Sundays because of your work. When you come to church, you can be an usher. You serve as an usher in a particular service and attend one particular service. There are ways. Where there is a will, there is a way. Some of you are IT specialists. We need to ITify this church more. Or how do you call it, Pastor? We need to digitalize this church more, the junior church. And we have a new hub coming up, innovative hub. All the IT specialists, you make mouth a lot. I can do, I can do. When they call meeting, you won't show up. You are, you are delivered today in Jesus' name. 
Uh-huh. So you join that kind of team, and all the, the office want to be digitalize. Every, even the preaching can be digitalized. How do you digitalize prison and preaching? How do you do that? Robot will be preaching. Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor you are safe to serve. So whether you are old, all the grandmas in the house, don't make an excuse that I'm old. You're not old. You are young at heart. The junior church needs older people. When grandmothers help with junior church, it's easier. You have experience with children. All the young mothers serving there, some of them don't have experience. When a child is shout, crying, stop shouting. <laughs> they don't know. They're trying their best. But you, you have done it for 65 years. When it, maybe, God forbid, an emergency shows up in the junior church, you as a grandmother, it's easier for you. You know what happened to your child in 1972. You know, I said, bring the child. And you carry the child, you hold the child somehow, and they look at you. And after three minutes, the child is okay. Grandma, did you do it? Sit down, let me tell you. You're adding value. So whether you are young or you are old, find a place to serve. Our project team, we have loads of professionals serving in the project team. By the way, our containers have arrived. Some of them are coming in this week. Um, they arrived since, so, since, since. Uh-huh. But they are coming to this place this week. At least half of them will be showing up this week with their materials. So there's so much work to be done between now and May. So let's uh, expect a lot of adjustments in the complex here. The car park will be adjusted and several things. God will help us in Jesus' name. Let's look at Genesis 4, verse 3. Genesis 4 verse 3, when we are serving, we must do it acceptably. We must do it in such a way that God blesses. It's not every kind of service that God blesses. We mentioned earlier in the secular system that they give people allowances, but they don't give everybody. They give those who are doing it well. That you show up at work does not mean you'll be promoted. So even this serving God has to be done well. Genesis 4 Verse 3, and in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Verse 4, Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock and their fat. And the Lord did what? Had respect. Somebody say respect. Uh He respected Abel and his offering, um, verse 5, but he did not respect Cain and his offering. And then Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell, verse 6. So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? It happens in church at times. Two people are serving, and one begins to get blessings and promotions. And the other one is feeling, I've been in this church too for all these years. Being in the church for all these years does not mean God is going to bless you. How are you doing it? So the Lord said to Cain, why are you angry? Why has your countenance fallen? Verse 7. Verse 7. If you what? Are you here this morning? If you what? If you do well. That means you did not do well. So you can be doing and not do it well. In terms of serving. Can be serving and not serving well. You come late to your meetings, you murmur when you are told to do things, you don't, you don't care, and I've been in that unit for since 1997. If you do well, will you not be accepted? And then if you don't do well, you might do something worse. You, you can get into jealousy and envy and backbiting that some people do in church. The longer you are in the church, the more you have to be careful of, of, of these things. Somebody just joined the church, and you see them serving, and hmm, take a thing. Hmm, 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 hmm. just, just come, see. Hmm, hmm. You soon calm down. You soon calm down. 
And then, not that you also calm down, you are the ones that will calm them down. By the things you say about the church. Radio Global. <laughs> Man, be careful. I said, you're in the choir now, Abby. Hmm. That choir. Hmm. Hmm. Before you climb the stage, your grandmother might die. <laughs> Why? Ah, they don't allow people to... The way they do... You know, oh, and then you are the one spoiling somebody's heart. Everyone must be renewed in their heart in serving God. I say humorously, you are either serving God chemically or... I'm sure you know it. Let's say it again. You are either serving God chemically or... If you look at that, uh, Genesis 4, verse 4, maybe message translation or any other version, or ERV, Genesis 4, verse 4, Cain tried, but Abel did better. That's the attitude. It's not about how long I've been there. It's not about uh, I'm part of the team, but how are you doing it? Here he says, at harvest time, Cain brought a gift to the Lord. He brought some of the food that he grew from the ground. But Abel brought some animals from his flock. He did what? He chose some of his best sheep and brought the best parts from them. And the Lord accepted Abel and his gift. But Cain just did it anyhow. That should not be our attitude. As I round up this morning, it takes a servant's heart to serve. I mean, and this will also help our leaders in the assembly. Never let go of your servant. There are no bosses in this place. Be careful of the boss mentality. It will rob you of your blessings. Keep serving. Whether you are the leader or you are a member of a team, keep serving. Don't do it for your own gain. Do it for Jesus' blessings on your life. I mean, we, we read the story um, in is it Matthew, Matthew 20, Matthew 20, verse 25. When the mother of some of the disciples came to meet Jesus and said, um, since you're going to be the king of kings, I want my children to sit beside you. They call it church politics. Not the disciples, their mother came. Before their mother came, they would have discussed at home. So you, guys, you guys are 12, Abby. Ha, 12. 12, plenty. Old. 12. Who could come sit beside Jesus? Ah, now, so I don't know. Ah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best. Mm. Some people work in a church to be titled, to be made this, whatever. So if it happens in Jesus' day, it can happen now. Only a leader needs to monitor it, that the church is not affected negatively. So then the mothers of Zebedee's sons came to him. Look at the mother. <laughs> Jesus Christ came to him with her sons, kneeling down and asking something from 21. He said to her, what do you wish? She said to him, grant that these two sons of mine, forget the remaining ten, may sit on your right hand and on the left in your kingdom. Not, not about the ten. That's what you came to pray about. That's what you came to see me for. Hmm. Look at what Jesus Christ told him. He said, you do not know what you ask. Oh. Are you able to drink the cup that I'm about to drink? And be baptized with the baptism I'm baptized with? They said to him, we are able. Just, you know, when people are looking for position, they say, I can't do anything. Hmm. So he said to them, you will indeed, you will drink it. You will drink that thing I'm talking about. They will beat you. If they knew what would befall them, they wouldn't be asking for right and left. 
<laughs> you will indeed drink my cup and be baptized with the baptism. But to sit on my right hand and on my left hand, it's not me that will give it. It's my father that will determine that. But you will drink that thing if you want to drink. <laughs> and when the other ten had it, they were greatly displeased. Ah, ah, I gave my little. Out of 12 of us, only two of you. What about us 10? What do you mean? Are you the only one in the church? You're all laughing, but that's church politics. It happens in your church. Subtly, but thank God for corrections. Let's keep serving. Now look at what he said in verse 25. But Jesus called them to himself and said, You know that rulers of the Gentiles, they do what? They lord it over them. And those who are great, do what? Exercise authority over them. Verse 26. Yet it shall not be so among you. But whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your That should be the attitude. There will be promotions. Oh, there will be increase. There will be titles. That should never be your preoccupation. Look at this verse. And whoever desires to be first, what? Let him be what? Your slave. That's the way up. Not just the way up, the way to remain up. Because if you, if, you, if you get in without this attitude, when you get up, you become a boss woman or a boss man, and then you, you crash down. Let's keep serving. Whether you're a team member, a servant's heart, doing your best to add value to Jesus' kingdom. Now, let's close from John chapter 13, verse 12. So you're an usher, you're helping with children. You're not doing it to impress Pastor Yemi. Fine, it's important that your leader approves of your work. But beyond your pastor, you are doing it as unto the Lord, just like Abel. And you are doing it joyfully. You are doing it faithfully. And for those of us that have not even joined any team, all these people working in teams as leaders, they are doing a lot of work. I said in Sulay this morning that if we have more volunteers, the workload will reduce. We need more ushers. We need more people with the junior church. We have multiple services. You know, we need to have different people on the, on the schedule so that others can have time to come and serve God. I mean, I mean, in terms of attend services. But the moment you don't have enough people, a particular team will be overstretched and stressed. So let's, let's, let's engage. Let's be a, we need more people in media so that the media guys, we have enough people trained. Others, they are, they are on the camera now. I would love a case whereby the next service, he or she is sitting down to worship God and enjoy the service. And another set is on that, on the cameras. The same thing for the junior church. The same thing for the traffic. If a team is serving a particular service, they should not be stressed because others are already waiting. The stronger the bench, the better for Mount United. They are very happy. You know, where was that match? Where is it? So I was troubling Pastor Lai that, ah, I'm sorry for your team. He said, there's nothing God cannot do. <laughs> I saw him by that. So after the match, I had to call him, there's nothing God cannot do. <laughs> Glory to God. What a comeback, amen. People are very fun on Twitter. They say the God of Man United will give you restoration. <laughs> People say amen. I don't know what scripture that one is now. John chapter 13, verse 12. <laughs> and our Real Madrid uh, fans, I hope you are very quiet this season. John 13, verse 12. Now look at this. You know Jesus Christ washed the disciples' feet? Peter was one of the top guys with Jesus. And I love him. He's very sincere. He's very open. So when Jesus Christ told him, I want to wash off. He said, lie, lie. Ah, 
No, or God don't wash people's feet. It's people that wash or God's feet. Like, if I don't wash your feet, you have no part with me. He said, hey, wash my feet, my leg, everything. You know, you know, Peter. So after he did it, he now told them something. And this is a lesson for all of us. Not just in the church, even in places where you walk. Don't let the orgat thing destroy your future. May we not be orgat today and slave tomorrow. When you keep serving, you remain orgat forever. Just keep serving. Don't let them use this orgat in Africa, trouble your future. They now, they hail you to destruction. They, they serve you to destroying you. You keep serving yourself. Let's look at that verse, verse 12, John 13, 12. It says, so when he had washed, just imagine Jesus Christ washing their feet. If it's today, it's an easy task. We wear socks, isn't it? We wear shoes, except for some people that... Uh, <coughs> but generally, it's easier to do. In those days, they wear sandals. There are no tarred roads. When you trek, you are dusty and dirty. That's why feet washing was part of the culture when you want to treat, uh, take care of a stranger. So for Jesus, the Lord of Lords, settling down with towel, washing each of their feet, that is the way of a servant. And that's the way up. Now, you can now begin to extrapolate that into your own situation. Never get to a case in your life that you are doing this and then you have passed serving. Never. You go down that way. You keep serving till Jesus comes. Oh, people will do things for you. If I don't always be after getting people to do things for you. It's African mentality and it's very destructive. Look at this. So when he had washed their feet, taken his garment and sat down, he said to them, do you know what I've done to you? Verse 13. You call me teacher and Lord. And you say, well, for so I am. I'm your teacher, I'm your Lord. Yes, verse 14. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to do what? Wash another's feet. Verse 15. And if I have given you, for I have given you what? That you should do. As I've done to you. That means a lot. I was in Botswana with my pastor one year. He was there to preach. We flew there together. So after he preached, <laughs> you know, after preaching, the message was very powerful. I was excited. He now carried all his Bibles. He was coming down from, I'm not a pastor in their denomination or in their, you know, so all the other pastors were there. So as he was coming down, I was, I was waiting for any of the protocol, all those people to just quickly go and carry everything. Nobody moved. Ah, what kind of thing is this one? I just moved. I moved around to the stage. As I collected it, he whispered, never do that again. I said, yes, sir. <laughs> never. Apparently, the Buddha didn't go. <laughs> they knew why they didn't go. Now, I'm not saying when they carry things for you, you are humble. But I was shocked. He doesn't like it. He, he tries to do everything by himself. That's service. Serving. Not always carry my bag for me. You sit down. Chama. Bring water. You bring, uh, you know. better stop it. It's not even good for your health. Sit down. Some mothers sit down at home. They don't do anything. Mm. Bring water. <laughs> bring washing basin. <laughs> bring stew. <laughs> People do things for you, appreciate them, but maintain a servant's heart. 
Even when you are serving your clients, don't be after money. Money will come when you serve well. I can guarantee you that. But if you collect money, collect money, and you're not serving well, the money will stop coming. Be out, be, be, be out to serve them. You are into events, whatever you are doing. Ensure that these people are happy that I'm serving them. They will recommend you. The way up is down. Let's close. Genesis 39 from verse 1 to 4. And then we'll pray. In case you are here, you run your own business. I know Niger's situation is a bit uh, complicated. I know that the economy can be bad. But it's still that same serving that will bring you profit anyway. Why not do it well? Whatever you are doing. There are times in the name of service you incur losses, isn't it? But it's better to retain the client. Because some of us don't care. My money, I don't like all this nonsense. My money, just, you don't even care whether you lose the client or not. Just put my money. They might pay you the money to the last couple. But they will spoil your business in town. That woman, if you go near, do you want to live long? Do you want to have high blood pressure? Ah, if you want, to, you want to be okay, don't go near her. You got the money. What about the other monies? Now, Joseph had been taken down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, brought, bought him from the Ishmaelites who had taken him there. Remember, Joseph was a favorite, the favorite of his dad. You know, and then he was sold into slavery. I thought when Joseph got into slavery, he would be a spoiled brat. You know that kind of attitude that says, if not for condition, I don't go there here. He could have been like that. He had a coat of many colors. He was the best, you know, was closest to his father. Now something that happened. I can imagine if they said to uh, Joseph, oh yeah, come on, watch this veranda, you're a slave. And he looks at them. No be your fault. <laughs> no be your fault. Now condition may, may make crayfish bend. Me, make I watch veranda. Ah, it will be your fault. Oh. And then he might carry all the equipments and be washing the veranda, but murmuring, complaining. You don't get blessed that way. You don't get blessed that way. Verse 2. The Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. So you can be a staff and be successful. You can be pastor number 3, pastor number 7 and be very successful. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Verse 3. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. May people see God with you. Amen. That when they do business with you, then when they walk with you, they see the difference in everything that comes out of their business. And his master saw, not that he was bragging in the office, I'm a Christian. I know Jesus. I have the seed of Abraham. They see it. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. May your world prosper in your hands. May whatever is put in your hands prosper in your hands. Look at verse 4. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. And served him. Then he made him overseer of his house and all that he had he put under his authority. You serve your way up. I'm always fascinated by this uh, man of God in Abuja. They call him Bishop David Abioye. Some of you have heard of him. He's the uh, assistant pastor to Bishop Oyedepo. He joined that ministry as a youth copper and kept serving and kept serving. If I said earlier in their ministry, they used to abuse him. Oyedepo's boy, Oyedepo's boy, like, your, 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 your own. This is your loyalty, this is your commitment. And then God began to lift him. I was in their complex last year in Abuja. 
and I saw acres. I saw buildings. He's manifesting as a general doing his number two. There are meetings they call Bishop Oedekpo for. If he cannot make it, the people say, can we call Bishop Abiyue? And they will tell them, call him. If he's free, he will go. He has become an entity. I see some huge conferences where Bishop Oedekpo will be preaching. They will also invite him. So that your number two, number three, number seven does not limit you. Limitation is mindset. It's a mindset. Some of us, you know, if they don't make you the ringleader in the church, you start fighting everybody. Stop it. I must be the head of the team. I've been here for 10, 10, 10, 10 years. If, if you're not the one in charge, you'll be reacting. No, you don't need that. Your gift will make room for you. Do you understand that? And you serve graciously. The second man to Billy Graham served him for many decades. He said many people will come to him and be pushing him. Go and start your own ministry. He said, ah, if God has not called me to start, should I go and start by force? He now told them one day, I'd rather be number two in God's plans than number one in my own plan. So it's not about I'm the head of the team. I'm the organ. No, keep serving. Look at Joseph now. I'm sure he met other slaves in that house. And he kept serving. Let's serve our way up. And let's use that same service to sustain what God has marked for us. Are you blessed this morning? Can we bow our heads to pray quickly where you are? is a function of wisdom. The wiser we are, the better we live. Join us every Sunday at Global Impact Church for four great services, 7 a.m., 8.30 a.m., 10.30 a.m., and 11.30 a.m. at The Good Land, Ifako Bus Stop, Oworonshoki Ogbutu Expressway, Lagos, Nigeria. Host, Yemi and Bimbo David. For inquiries, visit www.globalimpactng.org or call 0808-156-3080. Global Impact Church.